Welcome to episode 133 of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. This week, you're in luck because I'm joined by two of my professional co-hosts. The first one is over in Perth, Australia, Miss Kirsty. How are you doing, Kirsty? Yeah, good. Thank you. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. <laughs> oh, that's be very good. <laughs> very good. And also... In the United States, but from Perth, Australia, I have Matthew. Matthew, how are you, sir? Okay. 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 <laughs> Very good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> so uh, this week on the podcast, we're talking about some Iron Maiden because as nobody but me knows, not a lot of people want to listen to us talk about Danzig, Matt. Is that right? Yeah. That's, yeah. It's kind of surprising. surprising that you did say that it could be divisive. Yeah, it would be. And there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of tweet quotes. There's one in particular where a person pretty much says, "I don't like Danzig," but he still listened to the whole episode and he mentioned some things he enjoyed about it. And I was like, to me, I'm like, okay, this is a real, true listener here. You know, it's not like he heard it and goes, "Oh," or saw Danzig and goes, "What would he say?" There's one I can skip. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. What we like to talk about here is music and all things related to music, or some things at least. But we like to talk about what we listen to, so I'm going to ask Kirsty first, what did you listen to in the last week? Okay, well, if you've um, seen me on Twitter, I had a different week this week because I was in isolation because my daughter had COVID. And she's fine, but I got to listen to quite a lot, so I've got a big list. Uh-oh, Matt. Yeah. Um, it wasn't anything new. I think you'll know them all. Uh, just some old favourites. There was The Greats, Australian band. You might like know them. Um, Gravity Won't Get You High. Did you say um, The Grace or The Grave? The Greats. Oh, The Greats. No, sorry. You know, I haven't heard of that. Yeah. The oh. Patients. Oh, they're so good. You should check them out. And everybody in my family loves them. Uh, listen to... Danzig to Lucifuge because I listened to the Danzig episode and I enjoyed the clips and I thought even though I've heard Matt going on about it for months I don't, I still hadn't gotten around to trekking that out and I really like that so and that made me want to listen to Led Zepp one what was your favorite because, song on the uh, Danzig album I, well I just kind of wanted to just check it out and enjoy it without being pressured for a favorite song um but I think I like the faster ones better okay but um, did you did you like Killer? Yeah. Woof. Killer Woof, yeah. Uh, killer. <laughs> or Killer Woof. Uh, 
I'm the wow Yeah, Pain in the World from Lisa Fuge has a similar sound to um, a song on Led Zeppelin, One, Days and Confused. Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah, album. I'm familiar with I'm familiar That's with got, that. That does make sense. It's got communication breakdown on it as well. A song that Iron Maiden mm. have covered. Mm. Yeah, shouldn't Not have, but well, shouldn't sorry, have, but, but did. <laughs> um, and also because um, it sounded did sound a bit like Ian Astbury. I agree. So I played the Cult Love as well. Ooh, very good album. And I've played some Iron Maiden. So I played the X Factor. And then I saw that Seventh Son had its 34th birthday, so I played that. And then I saw that Iron Maiden had its 42nd birthday, so I played <laughs> that. And then I thought, oh, I've listened to every member of Iron Maiden this week, so that's nice. And mm. um, I watched some stuff as well. I watched Jesus Christ Superstar because it's Easter. Okay. And then I kept watching clips of that afterwards because um, I actually really liked that. I saw it live with Tim Minchin. So that was the version I watched. I got on DVD straight afterwards. Um, and I watched Virus, a clip of um, Iron Maiden doing Virus on YouTube. Have you seen that? I have many it's years ago. Absolutely the worst thing ever. It's uh-huh. so bad. It's unintentionally funny. Oh, you um, mean them, uh, them doing it live? Like, no, no, it's uh, an official video. Oh, yeah, it's pretty rough. But it's a... With the effects, which is that um, camera just shaking around and yeah. each person looking into the camera and mouthing the words and looking like sinister. And yeah. Dave and Yannick really can't pull that off at all. I actually kind of liked that video. I thought it was interesting. Maybe it's just because okay. I like the song. So. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Okay. I didn't really like the song, but it's grown on me. But it gets better as it goes along. Yeah, agreed. And um, and I fancied a bit of Alice Cooper, but I didn't know what to listen to. And I remembered back in the day, Uncle Steve's Iron uh, Maiden Zone Revelations, Alice Cooper edition. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that you made a Spotify playlist to go with it? Yeah, that's one of the very few. I wanted to do one for all of those episodes, and I think I made about two or three of them a total. I just, yeah. But that's one I did, yeah. right? So, um, so when I was looking for something Alice Cooper, I found that I downloaded that ages ago. So that's what I listened to. Very good. Was Pass the Gun Around on it? No. Oh, wow. Um, but that's right. I was thinking of that because you did mention that this week on something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I listened to Temple of the Dog because that had a birthday as well. Temple of the Dog. You know, Temple of the Yeah, Dog. I mean, I know what it is. I'm just trying to think of other than I'm Going Hungry. I'm just trying to think of what other song I would even remember from that album. I didn't Say like Say Hello it. to Heaven. That was okay. Yeah, no, was okay. I, I absolutely love it. One of my favorite albums. But I was thinking when I was listening to it, you probably wouldn't be that into it, would you? Because Chris, you don't like Chris Cornell. Yeah, he, he might, I might end up, he might end up wearing on me a little bit eventually because of Richie Cotton. So we'll see. Richie's your gateway. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. go and um, go and re-listen to Temple of the Dog then. <laughs> okay. I think that's about everything I listened to this week. That's only about half of what Matt listens to in an average week anyway, on a normal week. So, so oh. let's let's find out. Let's find out. Matthew. Do you know, it's funny you say that. So I started with some, is it Dynasty or Dynasty? I think it's Dynasty. Dynasty. You talking about the band with the Z in it? Yeah, this is the band. With the okay, I, I was thinking about this, and I thought it would be 
Dinner ZD. Because <laughs> you got to have that Z. ZD. Could be. You know, you could ask. Kiwi. The, the Kiwi. Uh-huh. Oh, James. Hello, James. We all love James. Kirsty, do you love James as well? Oh, yes. We love you, James. James <laughs> is the man in NZ. That's what I hear. <laughs> dinner. Uh, so he might be eating dinner. dinner when he hears this. I've been watching Lord of the Rings. I've been looking out for him. <laughs> for a cameo. <laughs> he pops his head in somewhere. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> never mind. I don't know enough of the names. To, to say one, so I think I know Gollum, and that's about it. <laughs> Is he like a real short guy? He's a little monster-looking dude. I think. Yeah, that's I saw that somewhere. Someone. Never mind. Sorry, James. Any, Go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so Dynasty, Dark Delight. That was what I listened to last week. So I listened to that. I don't know two or three times during the week. I really like that. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I heard a song called. The Dream's Over by Van Halen. Uh, I don't know if it was on the playlist, maybe off For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. And I had that CD years and mm. years ago when it first came out. Yeah. And and I thought I didn't care for it. And I was like, oh, I'll give it a listen just because I want to hear this other song. Because I listened to that, The Dream's Over, it's been four or five times in a row. I just kept, and I was singing it around the house and and Tubi came up and he was repeating what I was saying. But I really liked it with the exception of a couple of songs on there. It, it's a it dark, really it's album. a pretty dark album for them yeah maybe it was just at the time maybe i was too young to appreciate it. i don't know it was just a couple of things in and out was one and I, that's my I favorite that's my favorite van halen album oh is it yeah oh uh, okay yeah there's some interesting stuff in there, like pleasure dome that's a really cool song and there's a song the, called spanked that's yeah it's in and out and spanked that's the two that i don't care for but everything else oh i think i liked spanked a lot but mm. but no it was good uh, I went on to some Halloween, uh, Master of the Rings, and Rabbit Don't Come Easy. <laughs> uh, it amuses you, does it, that I listen to Halloween? Or just no, the it just the, the, the names of those, they sound like Lord of the Rings movies or something. <laughs> uh, maybe. So Master of the Rings, that's okay, but Rabbit Don't Come Easy is one I would never, ever think to listen to. But when I do listen to it, it's like, oh, this is really good. But I did go and listen to one of your favorite little bands. Oh, uh, I listened to Defenders of the Faith. Okay, I thought, I thought you were going to go a different direction there. I bet you did. And I was <laughs> like, this is pretty cool. The only thing I didn't like about it, and I listened to it, I think, like a month or six weeks ago, but I liked it more this time. Mm-hmm. But just the last couple of tracks. Uh, yeah, Defenders of the Faith and Heavy Duty. Yeah, I was like, this doesn't really. It's, a, get that's it's kind of a waste of time. Yeah, but it didn't work for me. But it, the rest it, of it's really good. Well, it ends the album. It just it, it makes the album feel really weak after you hear, when it ends that way, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, I mean, some of the lyrics to Heavy Duty are are okay, you know, because they talk about metal rules the land and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah they're really cl- weak tracks. That might have been okay at the time, but now it just seems cliche. Oh, sort of yeah, like, big time. Because metal was young then. I get it. Yeah, but. You know, metal's a little bit older now. Yeah. Uh, but I went back and listened to The Killers, The Killers, Sam's Town again. I still really like that. And some of the, I realized I listened to a bit of German metal and I was starting to think about it. And, um, Abba? Like a lot. <laughs> yeah, okay. Abba can be from uh, Germany this week if you yeah, like. That's where I'm That's close, closer than Australia. Okay, okay. 
uh, the Iron Savior. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. I've, I've heard of that. I don't yeah, know what it is. Cool. It's very traditional metal. Okay. And uh, Rise of the Hero. That's, that's pretty cool. I like the guy's voice. I don't know much about them at all. It sounds like another Lord of the Rings movie to me. <laughs> Rise of the Hero? You know, yeah. Could they? to know now a band i know that you will know and we kind of talked about them a little bit during the week social distortion oh yeah yeah the the, the guy who loves venison that's uh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was the second album i listened to oh, okay the, good. the first one love sex and rock and roll from 2004 i don't i don't know what the dude's name is I don't know any of them really. Yeah. But I really like his voice, the singing Yeah, rhythms. Mike, uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Yeah, it's Mike. Uh, I, I can't believe I can't. I want to say Mike Watt, but it's not Mike Watt. It's uh, And I, I've got no idea. But I, I must have bought some CD back in the day, and it had like a little compilation disc that came with it. Mm-hmm. And they had a song, um, When the Angels Sing, that's what it was called. Yeah, I think it's Mike Ness. I think it might be his name. Yeah, the Angels Sing, that's on... Uh, White light, white heat, white, white trash. Yeah. And so I listened to that a couple of times. I really like that stuff. And uh, But that's the one, yeah, like you said, the venison. So it has Dear Lover. And you mentioned that, and I remember talking to you about it, because I thought it was about a guy that loved eating venison or, or whatever. <laughs> I just thought it was really, really odd. But, you know, I've, I've been schooled since then, and I understand it. Yeah, he, dear, yeah well, he's dear. like, I was like, yeah, there's a song called Dear Lover. And he was like, Dear Lover? I was like, yeah. Oh. And then I finally realized he meant D-E-E. I was like, no, D-E-A-R, like, dear lover, I can't take the pain no more. <laughs> uh, for some reason, well, I don't know, I, th- I thought of hunting. And, yeah. Uh, like, you know, people go hunting for deer here. That is yeah. my favorite song on that album. I love it. I love the way it kicks in and then the way it kind of goes into double time. It's like just a nice little uh-huh. beat. His voice is just really, really good. I like it. Oh, yeah, he sounds like, awesome. he, hasn't got a, he hasn't got a big range, but it's just. I don't know. It's just a really cool voice. Yeah. Okay. I'm writing that down. Dear lover. <laughs> you thought D-E-A-R would be what most people would automatically think. Yeah. yeah but well, I'm surrounded by it. hunters that eat deer here. That's <laughs> probably why I went there. Matt is not a normal person here, Kirsty, if you can tell. He thinks of but, venison. There's like, lots of deer that roam around here. That's what the problem was. <laughs> What if it would have said Dear Matthew? Would you have thought it was about a deer then? I was like, who would have gone out and named their pet Dear Matt? <laughs> yeah. But you never oh, know. There must be one out there. <laughs> sure. Uh, some Sepultura, Chaos AD. Okay. He's had a couple of spins this year. Okay. And because we had talked so much about dancing recently, mm-hmm. I went back and I listened to the first Danzig album. Finally. Um, Finally. Yeah, I think that was... When I did that big run of albums before, that was the only one I hadn't listened to. Yeah, you skipped that one. I did. Uh, back into some other German metal. I'm sure that you haven't heard of this band, Mystic Prophecy. You're correct. I didn't think you would have. But they're <laughs> kind of similar to Master Plan that I mentioned were kind of a spin-off. Not so much a spin-off, but related to Halloween through a guitar player. Okay. Um, their Metal Division album from 2020, and I've listened to that. I don't know. Probably over the last couple of years now, I think. I really enjoy that. Uh, some Blaze, Blood and Belief from okay. 2004. I like a bit of Blaze, but I really like the song Life and Death on that. I think that's from my fa- one of my favorite Blaze tracks of all time. And then lastly, and this is one I only listened to a few hours ago, and Kirsty, it's probably because of you, or you would probably have pushed me in this direction, a band called Lord. 
oh, brilliant. Oh, the one that so, did the Iron Maiden cover that you sent is me, that what it was? Yes. Yeah. yeah, they did um, Judas Be My Guide. Oh, uh, so it wasn't that. It was actually an I'm album. Stratego. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hear that. It was set in stone from 2009. Have you heard yeah, that? So you were listening to their actual music and not their covers album. <laughs> yes. Yes. But you know what? I really, really enjoyed it because it's it's kind of in the vein of the stuff that I like. Like it's kind of traditional power medley and um, there's some really, really good melodies and and his vocals, I like in this because he kind of changes. He's got clean vocals, or sometimes he goes into the rough vocals and tempers it with the clean. But no, I really enjoyed it. And I was surprised because I started looking them up on Wikipedia to find a, a bit more out about them. That they're from Wollongong in, um, in New South Wales. So basically, not Sydney. It's probably the easiest way to describe it to someone <laughs> who's not from Australia. Where are they from? Not Sydney. Because <laughs> Sydney's Sydney. in New South Wales and they're in kind of. One of the, the big towns outside of Sydney by a good few hours. Okay, wait. But it was really it New was really South cool. New South Wales. Where is that in? That's like, the state. So it's Sydney. over east. So if you live in WA, which is Western Australia, yeah, everywhere else in Australia is called over east. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, we used to tar them all with the yeah. same brush. It's it's the east coast. Like okay. Okay. Sydney yeah. Melbourne. But no, if you fly into to Australia on the eastern side, you get no doubt you're probably going through Sydney in most cases. And so New South Wales is just the state and Wollongong's one of the, the towns in the state. But I'm gonna go check some more of them out this week. I was really impressed. It just surprised me that um just the musical quality of a band that was gonna come out of a little place like Wollongong <laughs> was so good. So no, I'm gonna go check some more out. Yeah, that, I that hope they um, make over to Perth someday. Well, they've been around for a long time because I've never yeah, heard. But I've never heard, <laughs> you heard know, mentioned. They've it. been here, but not when I was interested in seeing them. So I need them to come back. She's mm-hmm. interested now. They need to come back. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've they supported some big bands, some bands that I like, like Halloween's and Night Wishes. Um, Matt, you're not understanding the point. Kirsty wasn't I, into it at that point. Now she I is. Know. They need to come now back. She is. <laughs> now she might be into them more. But other people that like those bands might listen to them. I was very impressed, and I'll go back and listen to some more, and I'll be able to talk about it next week, hopefully, if I'm allowed back. Yeah, that's up for debate, so we'll <laughs> see. My ramble's over. Okay, so unlike you guys, I did not listen to very much music this week. I listened to one album. Can I guess? Can Take, I guess the band? You could probably guess the band and the album. Ooh. What what al- what band did I listen to, Matt? Well, I was going to nail it down to two, but one of them you haven't listened to for a while, so I was going to go with Queensryche. There you go. That's I listened to one album by Queensryche this week. And now, this I, I, is multiple times I listened to this album this week. Is it a Latore album? Well, that would give away a little bit closer to it, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. It is... Now, could I, now I'm guessing. I'm I'm thinking that he does human condition. Well, you're close. It's condition human. Oh, and, there you go. And that is the well, album. That is the only album I listened to this week. It's a very good album. And I'm gonna I'm gonna allude to that a little bit more here in a second. So I'm not gonna waste anyone else's time just by continuing to talk about the album because I they have three albums out with Todd Latoy. There a fourth one is uh, supposed to be coming out. Mm. Pretty soon. I'm not exactly sure how soon, but it's supposedly already done. But this is my favorite of the three that are out so far. It's the middle one. Um, And I really, really like it. And last night, 
we were, me and Sarah were going to pick up something somewhere and I was listening to, um, okay. The guy that I told everyone that I was on his podcast, Joey Casada, he has, he wrote a book and it's the audio book was available, um, on his page on YouTube and he was having another contest. So I had to get the information out of there to listen to it, but I wanted to listen to it anyway. And I didn't realize the whole book was just like, Hey, I'll just listen to it while I'm at work. So I've been listening to it for multiple days straight. And why was I saying that's, that's, that was a majority of my listening uh, was listening to his, uh, his uh, book. So, Oh, just going back, going no. back to Latore for a sec and his album that you listened to. Yeah. How do you stack that up against their back catalog with Jeff Tade? I am. I, I look at it kind of like I do current Iron Maiden. A lot of people will not compare old school Iron Maiden, classic era Iron Maiden. They would never even consider saying that a matter of life and death is as good as a, as number of the beast. No way. Mm-hmm. I, I, but because I already, I'm not that kind of person with any band. Really? I mean, even though like, like with black Sabbath, I'm a, I'm an old era. I've just, you know, but with this guy, he, he's very similar to, to uh, Jeff Tate in a way, you know, he has his own, you can tell the difference, but I rank, I would rank this condition human album up there with uh, anything they did back then. It's a fun, it's a great album. It's a really good album. So I have a funny story to go along with it though. Okay. But last night, this is where I was trying to get to. I got in the car and I was trying to finish off uh, Joey's book. Cause I was like, I only had a few more chapters. And so every minute I could listen, I was, you know, I like, we got 20 minutes of driving. Let's listen to it. She's like, and then the, my daughter said those words, some words that I love to hear every now and then. She goes, no, I want to listen to Queensryche. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Mm. Like she actually wanted to listen to a band that I'm listening to, you know? So I was like, okay, cool. So, so I put on, you know, Condition Human and we listened to about half of that last night. So, okay. Would she listened to that on, like if you weren't in the car, if she was just at the house by herself. She said she, she made- wanted to put some of it on her playlist is how she said it. Like, I don't know. Well, that's I, a good start. Which, yeah, I was like, just put the whole album on there because the album is really good. All the songs on that album. It's a really, I would recommend anybody if you, because I know some people don't, you know, they just never would give the new guy a chance. Yeah. And those albums with him, if you look at it and say, it's, it's Queensryche, it's, it's, it doesn't have to be Jeff Tate. Let's just see if it sounds good. You got those, some of the same writers, and it's great music. So, okay. That reminds me. Do you know who toured with them? Who toured with who? With Queen's Rock. Judas Priest? Lord. Lord, okay. Well, that's good to know. I just remembered that I'd read, read that earlier, so I thought <laughs> I'd throw that back in there. Cool. That's cool. Um, so, podcasts. I will start us on podcasts. I listen to... I definitely listen to more podcasts than I did uh, separate albums. Um, one that I, a couple I listened to, uh, Top Five with Joey Casada. Can you believe I listened to that one this week? Um, he did Top Albums of 1983. I actually, that's on YouTube and I'm on it. It's a good episode. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun recording that with those guys. And if anyone thinks I have problems with my eyes, it's just because I was laughing so much it was making my eyes water up. So. But I uh, had a blast with those guys. Um, I watched uh, another episode called 80s Action Movies. Or I listened to it. I listened to the 80s action movies that they did. Um, I finally got around to listening to uh, Wayne's 
Mother Russia episode. And I told him I really I enjoyed what Trevor had to say. Like, because I felt like Trevor came and, and, and spoke honestly about what was going on, you know, gave it like an honest person's opinion. So I liked that they had something like that in the middle of that. I thought that was called for. Mm-hmm. Uh, his poem, eh, not so much. I was hoping that the good commentary was going to lead into a great poem. And eh, like when he got done with the poem, I was just like, that's it. <laughs> that's okay. Um, yep. Poetry is subjective, isn't it? <laughs> that's what he said. And, and yeah, I'm definitely just not a fan. I wasn't a fan of that one. So, But I did tell Wayne that I thought what Trevor had to say was good. Um, I listened to the yeah. tw- the Twilight Zone podcast. Uh, they did one. It was called A Podcast Update and a Bonus Story, where he was kind of updating on what's going on with the podcast. And he read a story like that some guy that writes for the Twilight Zone had written, and it was it was a good one. And the only other podcast that I listened to was one called Asylum Tales from the Devereaux Diaries. It's a Kiss podcast, and. I started there. I started listening to their podcast in the past. Like I, the, I wanted. I was like, I'm going to work my way forward. Like one, two, three, four, five, and I've been chatting a, a good bit with one of the guys on the podcast, the the one that handles their Twitter account, and he's a huge, huge Queensrÿche fan. Like the day that I posted the picture of me with Todd Latore and Mike Stone, he sent me a message and he, later, and he was like, "Hey, how was the show?" And I didn't know at this point. I didn't even know he was a Queensrÿche fan. I just he just said, "Hey man, how was the Queen's Rock show?" I didn't know anything about what I'm about to say, and I was like, "Oh man, it was phenomenal." I said, "Man, if you didn't know, uh, this is something that you know, Matt, you've said to me as well. If you didn't know, it wasn't Jeff Tate up there. If you closed your mm-hmm. eyes, or if you were walking in the building before you saw who was on stage, you'd think you'd think it was him up there. He does a really good job, and so." After that, you know, we've went back and forth and I, like I sent him a thing. Hey, have you read this book yet? You know, the Queen's Drive book that I read. And he was kind of like, ah, I haven't read the book yet. And we got to talking and, and he basically told me, um, yeah, I, once, once Jeff Tate was out of the band, I was done. I've never listened to Queen's Rock again. You know, not current music. I won't listen to any of their new music. And so we went back and forth about it a little bit. And he kind of told me how he felt. And uh, I was like, you know, like, it is what it is. It's, I, I said, ultimately, it's your loss. I said, because the three albums they've done with him are really good. I said, why don't you just try to listen to Queensryche and don't worry about who's singing. Just listen to it. The song, see if you like the songs. Don't worry about this is Jeff Tate or this is Todd LaToy. Just listen. And I told him, I said, they've got three albums. Out. I, said, I like the first one and I like the second one a lot. The, the third one, I just haven't listened to enough. I said, but the second one, Condition Human, I really, really, really like it. So I said, give it a listen and see what you think. You know, and he goes, you know what? I'll give it a listen. And I was like, okay, that's that's some kind of progress. At least if you don't like it, you know, like a person with Iron Maiden, if you're going to hate the Blaze albums, at least listen to them. At least give them one listen and try it and not don't just hate mm, probably it. Probably too. Yeah. Listens. Don't just hate it because, oh, it's not Bruce Dickinson. So... So he sent me a message the next day and he's like, okay, I've listened to all three albums twice and I'm kind of impressed. And I'm like, okay. So then he sends me another, I think he sent me another message later and he basically, okay, so let's skip that for a second. So he, he sends me a message like yesterday and he says, Hey, um, I just gave you a lot of praise on our podcast this week. 
you know, because they because t- they do a little something kind of similar where they'll talk about you know what they've listened to, and they'll usually play a little bit of music at the same. They'll say, "Hey, listen to this song off of this," and he was telling that whole story about how. And he said, you know, he told me just to give it a shot. Don't even worry about who's singing. Just look at it like it's Queen Drake. And he said, I owe a huge apology to Todd Latore. I have to thank Queen Drake for hiring this guy because he's phenomenal. And I'm just like going, all right, good job, me. He's done a 180. Do what? Yes. He's done a 180. Yes. Like he is like, he said, I am all in again. He said, it's been 10 years or more. I guess it's been about 10 years. Because it was 2011 or 12 when that happened with Jeff Tate, so his 10 year um, boycott is over. So <laughs> I thought it was really cool to hear him talk about though, because it's, it's really neat to hear someone say they don't like something and then come around to liking it. Kind of like us with uh, Smith Cotton too, Matt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it's just right place, right time, sort of you know, what your frame of mind is and yeah, what's going on. But the album, I'm sorry, but the podcast that I listened to by them, it was called Album Draft Phase One, The Early Makeup Years. And what they did is there's four guys and they did just basically each guy, they were making, they took 10 albums and they could pick one song from each album. But that's all they could pick was one from each album. And once somebody picked a song, Matt, Mm -hmm. that song was gone. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. as you know, like we did that one time before, you got to be a little strategic about what you're going to pick and tactical yeah and so they went from i'm trying to think of where they started i think they went from kiss to creatures of the night it was a good it was a very interesting listen i enjoyed it so but that's all the podcasts i listened to so uh kirsty what did you listen to any podcast this week well i did as you know i listened to you talking about danzig Mm -hmm. and um it was really nice to hear all the clips back again um i also saw you i watched you on youtube Doing top five with Joey Casata. I didn't know that was and even it, on YouTube yet until I saw your picture. <laughs> I was like, oh, it must be on YouTube okay. now. Yeah, it was, it was good. Um, so it's top albums of 1983. Yeah. And what do you pick for number five, not number one? My favorite band of all time, Iron Maiden. Yeah. Peace of mind. Yeah. But you know what? what are they, though? The, uh, number five. Do, do we want to get <laughs> controversial here? Those other albums do, are better. Do you? There you go. Those other albums are all better. Well, that's what you think. <laughs> and, and this is what I told. And, uh, th- this is what I told because I did get called out by somebody else, someone who lives in Boston. I won't name any names. I won't tell what yeah, her name whose is. Favorite Iron Maiden album is Peace of Mind. Exactly. Yeah. I got, and I said, look, Shout of the Devil and Lick It Up. Um, what else? And Bark at the Moon. Those were all albums that I was into before I ever heard peace of mind by iron maiden and they all really i don't know they just take me back to that time mm-hmm. and the iron maiden album uh, doesn't take me back to that time for some reason peace of mind but uh i also put alice cooper's dada ahead of it so yeah and what are- let me add this because there is there's you know that that's not a top notch iron maiden album for me it wouldn't yeah, be. Yeah, I know. It's I know. not in my top. Oh, it's not in my top five. I should be glad that it even made it onto the podcast. Well, I told I and I told those guys at the end when I <laughs> when I picked Motley Crue for number one, I said it's funny because Motley Crue is the band I like the least of these five, mm. and Iron Maiden's my favorite, and they're at number five. So I mean, it just shows how strong some of the other albums are. 
So album versus album between those two now, because my jaw dropped when you said that. Shout at the devil or peace of mind? Yeah. Shout at the devil. Still. Yes. It's a better album. It's 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 solid top to bottom. And I like peace of mind. I don't hate I don't even hate Quest for Fire, but there's not a Quest for Fire on that album. Live and let live, I guess. Live and let die, as I say. We're not going to let you die. We say live and let live. No, you, I'm going to die anyway, so just let it happen. All well, yeah, I can't change that. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. very exciting. So I listened to two <laughs> other Iron Maiden podcasts. One was um, Maiden A to Z. You know, this is an Iron Maiden about- podcast here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about Journeyman um, okay. with George from Metal Gods podcast. And I listened to... Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast album review special, mm-hmm. um, the Roundup and No Prayer for the Dying, which was um, obviously a really good review. And then there were some top highlights as well, like Adrian Smith reading the Osborne Book of Growing Up. Mm. And can, can I apologize question, to Melissa real quick? Would it be? <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? I said, can I apologize to Melissa real quick? <laughs> she's probably not listening now. Yeah, she's probably turned it off already. Yeah, I'm sure she's turned it off. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, I didn't no. interrupt. Go ahead. You didn't apologize. You did all that, and you still didn't apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Melissa, that that I probably offended you. Sorry, not sorry. Is that how you how I should say it? Sorry, not sorry. Mm. Good luck. <laughs> Let's hope she isn't listening then. You know, it it, it was. I got to say this too. It was also needed because I needed to throw Iron Maiden immediately out to those guys to let them know where I stood. Because Joey does not like Iron Maiden at all, so yeah, as not you heard, a, not even fifth, not even fifth best. No, it it didn't. I was the only one that had Iron Maiden in my top five. So you tried, I guess. Yeah. Okay, very, so that, that was my. <laughs> Kirsty hates my us right now, Matt. <laughs> I watched a movie as well. I watched that um, Metal Lords movie. Oh, you did as well. I watched it last yeah. night. How was it? It's good. It's not as um, it's not as good as some people are saying, but it's it's definitely watchable, and um, it's it's nice nice to see metal represented in a movie. Yeah, and I think you'll like it, Steve, because I like the drama in it. Okay, cool. I think cool. Sarah would like it too. Is there any? You know, I took Sarah to see a movie, and I took Sarah oh. to see Bruce, and there was some pretty gratuitous. Is there any of that in there, or what? Oh yeah, no, maybe don't then. Yeah, Actually. Just, I'll watch it first. I, I can watch it first because it's on YouTube it or on uh, Netflix. I can watch it first. I didn't. Uh, oh, I didn't. Sorry, you didn't mind no, you it. Got, no, I was gonna say I didn't no, laugh out loud and it didn't, you know, split my side or anything like that. Your abs weren't hurting from laughing so no, hard. No, they weren't hurting, but I enjoyed <laughs> it. It was like, yeah, yeah, I didn't mind it. It took a little while for me to get into. It. I was like. Because I didn't realize it was going I didn't know what it was about. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for something. And my wife, she saw it first when I was scrolling through on, on Netflix. And she's like, oh, watch that. And I was like, oh, okay, you have heard about this. And no, I didn't mind. I thought it was okay. Cool. That's cool, man. Yeah. I'll enjoy it. I'm, I'm glad y'all both saw that because I definitely want to watch it. It's it's like like Kirsty just said. Uh, that, and that's the reason I went and saw the Foo Fighters movie, too, because it's hard rock being represented in a movie. And. I'm all for it. So, yeah, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. So, uh, um, it, it kind of reminds me of, um, Detroit Rock City. 
if you watch it, you might get the same kind of feeling, maybe. The one that came out, I don't know, like 15 years ago or something. You know, as big as a Kiss fan as I am, I did not like that movie either. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what to say then. I haven't even seen it. Do you know what? Actually, it makes sense, though. So you didn't like that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah, you have bad taste. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you I'm sure I'm not a mode. Apparently. We'll probably find that out later on. Yeah. So let's see. Matthew, what did you listen to? I'm sorry, Kirsty, are you did you finish up? I did I did finish my podcast, but I just remembered I listened to Screen for Me Sarajevo as well. And I just had a question about that. Um do you know the song acoustic song? Yeah. It sounds like there's an alarm going off at the end. Mm. It's been a long time since I've heard clock. it, so <laughs> I was like, what is that? Alarm clock. Anyway. Maybe it was a, an alarm clock wailing, Matt. I'm just trying. I've heard it. It's just so long. I can't even remember how it goes. If there was someone here. I might set that for my actual alarm. I thought Mark, maybe Matt would catch that lyrical reference, but he missed it. He was probably thinking something else. I was probably reading list. Alarm cock. Alarm. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you sleep? What you sleep? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> edit, edit your Damn. End. Uh, I might just leave that in anyway, just for the heck of it. Um, <laughs> I was trying to sing the line, and I alarm clock wailing. Alarm clocks wailing, class bells screaming. <laughs> what to say? You know what song that's from, though, right? No. Uh, you know, I, I've gotten totally blank now, to be honest. A textbook madhouse. I'm here in a rage. A juvenile's jail down here locked up in their cage. School days. Come on, Matt. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry if anyone gets offended yeah, I, by those words. Know, I just said a minute ago, <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Do I have to change this to an R rating now or what? No, it's a uh, it's a yeah. slip. It was a slip. We'll do it for you. Okay, let's move on here, Matt. What did you listen to on podcast this week? Oh well, nothing what you did apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> I started out with the Metal Exchange podcast, and because I saw something come up with Heaven's Gate, and I was like, I like Heaven's Gate. I'm going to go and have a listen to that. Okay, and um, so they talked about the album Living in Hysteria, and what did I listen to after that? Uh, some telling Steve Dave, I had to dig back. I wanted to listen just to something that was just lighthearted and whatever. And I had to dig back for one I hadn't listened to from 2019, but it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie Trunk, I listened to him this week and he had Dave Mustaine and Randy Bly. So Randy Bly's from Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, this one really didn't do anything for me. Dave Mustaine, I don't know if he just sounds really old or. I don't know. He sounded like he was having a hard time. I had a hard time trying to listen to him. Mm, that's sad. Um, yeah, so I didn't get much out of that. Randy Bly, I don't know. He seems like he's okay, I guess. But this week, I just didn't enjoy it. I don't know why. So I just went off in a totally <laughs> different direction after that. Um, Samson? Listened- what, sorry? Samson? 
No, you know, I've been trying to stay away from that for a little bit. <laughs> when, I, when I need to reset, I'm looking for something else that I may not have heard before and, and kind of going that way. Uh, but no, Skeptoid. And it's so the, the episode was called What Really Happened on Easter Island? So do you know what Easter Island is with all the, the big figureheads and all? And, mm, yeah, I'm familiar with Easter Island. You know, I, I know what they look like, but other than yeah. that, that's all. So they had a population there, and there was all different hypotheses as to what had happened to the their civilization. And I like those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So had to yeah. listen to that episode eight twenty seven in case people are interested in those sorts of things. Sure. Um, strange and unexplained was another one. Yeah. And have you heard of that? No, I haven't. Oh, I thought someone put me onto that. Anyway, episode ninety two on this was called Julianne. The Jungle Girl. And there are only short episodes on this podcast, which is pretty cool. So it's only like 20 minutes. But it was about a girl, I think it was back in the 70s. She was only 17. And she was involved in a plane crash. So the plane was struck by lightning, and out of 93 people, Mm -hmm. 92 died. Oh, wow. So she she was the only one left over. And she survived in in the Amazon for like, I think it was 10 or 11 days by herself. And there ended up being a documentary made about her story and i haven't seen it yet but i need to go look for it uh and it was done by someone the filmmaker that did it was supposed to have been on that flight hmm. and cancelled it uh, you know basically the last minute and didn't get on so it was oh, wow. a kind of interesting story the only person left on there you know was phew, wouldn't like to think about what she had to go through with her injuries and stuff like that but it was very interesting uh, then I started getting into this freaky folklore <laughs> podcast, and it's kind of like you know strange supernatural and this sort of thing. You called me during the week when I was listening to an episode on the Mothman because you said you didn't know who that was. Um, <laughs> so this slender, there was an episode about the Slender Man. I'm guessing you might have heard of him. By Never. All the teens were. I was the Slender Man at one time. <laughs> you were not anymore. Oh, see. Well, you must have been up to no good. Um, but they just talk about how how these things come about, the myths and legends, and how they keep getting spun new ways to keep them going. Made up. It's yeah. interesting. I like those. Listen to those sorts of things. But lastly, the crucifixion on the rest is history podcast. So that was a really good episode hearing about that. I guess it was just particularly because it was at Easter, uh-huh. and uh, so it's very very <laughs> descriptive. But it's very good. Yeah, so someone I I seem to remember someone mentioning that on Twitter somewhere. Yeah, they go into a bit of detail. That's what so I heard. If, you, if you're on the faintest side, maybe I don't know. You'd want to skip it. Sure. But it, it was really well done. I like that. I like listening to their their podcast. Okay. But that was it for the week. Okay. Well, yourself. Okay, I've just got something else to say, Matt. I've got some listening for you next week because I've just remembered the band that I mentioned ages ago. Um, was Oath S C Oath S C Yes, S C because they're from Scotland. Ah, oh, that's what it was. That's Thank what you said. And, the, um, and I heard him on the Metal Gods podcast. Is that where it came from? Okay. I'm gonna go listen to that. That's what I'm gonna listen to during the week. Thank you very much for that. Look you there. No worries. All right. Well, now I think it's time for a little bit of audience participation, Kirsty. So yes. I, I have some retweets and some tweet quotes 
divided right down the middle into two halves. So first, I'll do the retweets, Matt. And the first one is one of our brethren in podcast world, Mr. Andrew Whitnall in Melbourne, Australia, the weekend warrior, as y'all like to call him. Uh, the Scouser, David Laird in Liverpool, England. His Royal Dudeness, Dave in the USA. Philly Binion in the heart of England. And Jesse, the delivery guy in Illinois. Those are people that retweeted the Danzig 2 Lucifuge episode or Lucifig or whatever Matt called it last week. What? How did you say it? Lucifig? Lucifige? Sorry, I muted for a second. I couldn't get the button to come back on. Oh, uh, Lucifige. I was off trying to find that band that Kirsty just said. So professional. Matt. Okay, Matt. You have to do that after the podcast, okay? I was very excited to do it. It's like, you know, I'll put myself on mute so no one can hear me typing. And um, then I couldn't get back to the Skype button. Kirsty, this is why you make the big bucks and Matt <laughs> is still, what does Matt get? Peanuts? Peanuts, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's peanuts in case you're in. Can I misquote me? Come on now. <laughs> I didn't say, you, and, uh, you and your slips. I better <laughs> I've already forgotten about it, Matt. Don't remind me. <laughs> I won't remember it until I listen to the episode again, and then I'll start getting comments on uh, Twitter from touch, people. Touch wood. You'll forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So Okay. So let's get, and I'll say this carefully, Matt. Let's get to the Queet Twotes. So the first one is the one I referred to earlier. It is from the one and only official politician of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone, the Honorable Counselor, Sir Richard Holmes of the Ulster Unionist Party in Garvaugh, Northern Ireland. Matt, I know you told me that you've seen many invitations, but he is the one true politician that we endorse here. That's the word on the street. Yeah. People are picking up. People are picking up what you're putting down. They should. Name. They should. So this is exactly what he said. Danzig. Uh oh. Danzig sales won't be rising much off of me anyway. But the lads are entertaining as ever. A wee special on the Almighty might be an idea. <clears throat> Ooh, that's a good idea. I love the Almighty. Maybe if I let Matt do an episode by himself. I don't love it that much. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I appreciate uh, our honorable counselor here because he actually listens to the podcast, even if it isn't his favorite band. And to me, uh, when I, I'll say this too, because this, this is something, Kirsty, you may remember, I said this on Joey's podcast when he's like, well, what episodes do you like the best? I said, it really, I, I named a couple, but I said, it ultimately really doesn't even matter to me what y'all talk about anymore because I just like the personalities and I like just hearing the conversations. So, you know, that's kind of what I would like for people to do with us, that they would just enjoy the conversations and not worry about it. Or maybe they'd say, hey, because I got one on here that said, uh, I don't think he did a tweet quote, but he did say, George, okay, George didn't do a tweet quote, but he said... Man, I'm really liking all of these uh, clips. I've never really listened to Danzig much, and I'm going to go ahead and listen to this now. So I was like, that's cool. That's good. I decided to do the clips, too. I wanted to add that because I haven't been putting a lot of clips in these shows. But I wanted to do that because I thought a lot of people probably don't have any idea what any of these songs sound like. And I thought, let me just play the clip. 
and get it to the chorus. So at least if you hear that, you've heard how the verses sound and how the chorus goes. So, <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I was just thinking of uh, yeah. Now that I'll understand that it's killer wolf. It's an animal and not an action, not a wolf. No, when they hear him, they'll be <laughs> they won't even understand. They will they'll be like, "What's a wow wow?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll be like, "At least Steve knows how to pronounce it." So, um, uh, no, they won't. Speaking of yeah, that, on that. Sp- speaking of the name you just said, Matthew, Kirsty Prince in Perth, Australia said, after hearing the Danzig episode and all the clips, I just had to play the album. So, and she said she, did you enjoyed the album overall, Kirsty? Yeah. Good. Did. Well, did you have a favorite song? I already asked that? her that. You did? What was your second favorite yeah. song? No, I didn't say I had a favorite. Kirsty, can you just go ahead and I rank the like, album from one I to eleven? What was your no, least favorite song? What was your least favorite song? No, I'm not. Was it "I'm the One"? What was? How's that go, no, man? Was, I'm the one. Sorry, I'm the one. Um, I really don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that, you're just trying to make me say the one that you put last. I was hoping you would, you know. But if you won't, that's okay. That's okay. You, be one of us. Matthew, I'm going to read. Okay, I got... Just because we're doing this, uh, we're talking yeah. here. I got an email. And uh, for some reason... Okay. I got an email from Kevin Dove. I don't know if anyone remembers him. But he did his Iron Maiden story. I don't know what he goes by here. He's, he goes by uh, uh, Dean King 2 on Twitter. But he's Kevin from oh, yeah. from Southern Maryland here. Now, I, I just wanted to share his list, Matt, because he did send in his top 11 lists of this album. And I want to see what you think of this, Matt. So just, just if you feel the need to gasp or say anything, please do, okay? Bring it on. Let's rock. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. You're, this time you're saying it at the right time. So. Am, I, am I too early? Too early. <laughs> <laughs> so, number 11 from Kevin... Oh, look at that. 11 from Kevin is Girl. So his least lowest song on the album, Girl. Okay. Number 10. Well, that, that, that's already surprising then because he's just discounted the one that we put at number 11. I know. I know. But anyway, yeah. Number Thank 10. Uh, trust me, it gets worse, Matt. Number 10, 777 from Kevin. Oh, hang on. Are you reading this the right way around? <laughs> well, maybe I'm not because he's got, well, I don't want to read the number one yet, but uh, uh, yeah, man, I might be reading this upside down because the next one, number nine, he has listed pain in the world. Uh, I think someone's trolling. Yeah. Troll wait till you hear Matt. Wait till you hear number eight. Matt, do you remember what your number one song was by chance? I'm trying to remember. Oh, uh, you're not going to say. Not going. Well, do you remember what your number one was though? I'm trying to remember. Long, long way back from hell. Well, Mister uh, Mister Dove here, Mister Kevin thinks that it ranks number eight. Just Kevin, <laughs> just underneath, I'm the one at number seven. <laughs> oh, I don't know how you could do that. Uh, I, I will say he told me he's really in the into blues. So uh, okay. that's the only. I was going to blame you for a second because one of your little phrases was coming back to me. And I thought maybe you've, um, you keep suggesting have a stiff drink and maybe that's what he did. <laughs> maybe he, to the album and maybe. he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> oh man. That's funny. 
So, uh, okay. So his number six is her black wings, which I think is, yeah, it's okay. It's a pretty decent spot for it. Number five. I'm, I agree. I'm pretty appalled by what he has all the way down at number five. Uh, devil's can I pl- guess devil's play thing. I just can't even, Oh, uh, I knew you were going to say that number four. Now, number four is probably the closest. Eh, no, no, no. I got, we, we do have one. We're in complete agreement on here though. So number four snakes of Christ, which that's eh, probably close. Yeah. Number three, tired of being alive. I, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Number two, this is the only one that me and him agreed on. Blood and tears at number two. And I don't know if you noticed the one song I haven't named yet. I, ha- I think I have. At number one, Matt Kirsty, he Don't has. Do it. Don't do it. Killer wow wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Killer wolf. Killer wolf. Killer roof. <laughs> <laughs> so I I appreciate uh, Kevin I do appreciate you sending your list and I really do because that was fun to read when I saw it I went back and forth with him a couple times via email I, I was just like holy crap what's wrong with this list dude so um, okay now you've reminded me of some of the song names I'm gonna say that I did like Long Way Back From Hell or 777 okay quite a bit so yeah that's good they'd you- probably be near the top when you said you liked the fast ones immediately, long way back from hell was the one I thought. And I thought, yeah, that's a you can't not like that. That's awesome. So cool. Okay, so um, uh, okay. Next up, we have Justin. I laughed so hard my abs hurt. Castaldo. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hold on to your sides, Matt. Hold on to your sides here. I just abs. <laughs> I just keep thinking abs. The word, that word is just great. Uh, He said, fun episode, guys. Interesting to hear your opinions on Danzig 2. Happy to be a part of the community. And we are happy to have you here, Justin. So you have brought, you have added to the uh, whole Mm -hmm. dynamic of the uh, environment and the community. So seriously. so You've added to the lore that is Uncle Steve's legend. I don't need to be made to laugh right now, Max. It's I'm it's this has been kind of a monumental episode already, so uh it's been emotional. And I've probably already offended most Iron Maiden classic era fans anyway. But um speaking no, or you or you're about to later. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. Um There's still a couple left. I'm not trying to, but it's just you know, people a lot of people just don't like honesty. They think if you if you, if Iron Maiden's your favorite band, you can't they, those all have to be your favorite albums and you know, what do you say? You say honesty's my only excuse. Yeah, I mean, they. I try to rob them of it, but it's no <laughs> use. And then I just decide I'll be a steamroller action. You know. <laughs> you know what? You know what your name is, Matt, don't you? And you know what you will do, right? Bring it on. Victim we'll is like your it. name, and you shall fall. <laughs> we'll see if anyone's picking up what you're putting down. Look, Matt. Dying time is here. I gotta go. I gotta go. Next up, another person who has really entered into the community recently, uh, and we are all fans of his work on Twitter and polls in particular, Mr. Gen Maryatani in Chiba, Japan. And he said that I, okay, let me read this instead of reading, I'm going to read ahead. He said, I'm glad you called my name correctly this time, and you pronounced Chiba perfectly, Uncle Steve. You guys are right. I did have a yes moment 
on somewhere and what moment on Power Slave with Matt. People need to, and then he's in his last statement, people need to understand the greatness of deja vu. But this is coming from a guy who ranked Sea of Madness at number seven. So, you know, he's he's on a teeter totter here with me, Matt. <laughs> he's he's no, going both, he's swinging both ways here for me. Because I like Deja Vu and Sea of Madness, and they both should be near the top. Matter of fact, I think those were my top two. Kersey, am I right? Yes, I do believe that is correct. Okay. <laughs> I think I caught her off guard, Matt. That was her, that was her way of saying, let's rock. <laughs> the, the official historian of Uncle Steve's podcast. That's right. Kirsty is the, offic- the official historian. I remember talking to Wayne, or Paul, and, and telling him that Kirsty had some recordings that he had made of something. And he goes, oh my God, I thought those were long gone. He goes, he goes, well, she's really done her homework. So we've got you pegged, Kirsty. We've got you figured out. It's very enthusiastic. <laughs> we appreciate that. I appreciate that. And I know Wayne does too. So the next one up is the Scouser, David Laird. And because Kirsty, you are from England, this will probably mm-hmm. make a little more sense to you because I had to ask for assistance. He said, Okay. Steve hates, I'm sorry, Steve states, quotations, I'm not the biggest ranker. Had me, oh, yes, I saw that. And he said, Had me in bits. Sorry, British humor, <laughs> top episode. Kirsty, w- w- so what does that, does that mean I was saying wanker? Or what? You can't say that. I was thinking, yeah. It's, uh, you could have just read al- out Andrew's explanation, and then you could have said it without well, being rude. Well, just a letter out of place. <laughs> yeah. Anchor? I'm not the biggest no, anchor? No. Come on. We got all day here. Explain this to me. <laughs> I think no, you know. I think, I think move you on. Were, just yeah, a letter out of place. I, I realize that's uh, from an Iron Maiden song. Mm-hmm. Is yep. that all he was going for? No, come yes. on. Explain it. Kirsty, tell me. No. Or is this something rude you can't say? No, you're say? not going to make me say swears on your podcast. Okay. No, well, my parents listen. What? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know Mr. and Mrs. Prince. Sorry for what you've already heard. <laughs> so if you're getting this far. And, and also, also, sometimes my daughter listens. Probably not this week. Oh, okay. there's three more listeners that you've put off. Golly. I'm just <laughs> a, a letter out of a, a letter out of place. So, so, so what? Okay. Just tell me what the letter is. That's that's out of the first letter. <laughs> I think you've got it. You might not realize you've got it, but you you've got it. Okay, I'll just have to ask y'all off air, I guess. Um, <laughs> and he said, "Top episode, though." Even though I said I'm not the biggest ranker, so <laughs> I tell you what, I'll, I'll give you a hint. No one's going to get a visual of this, but put both your little fingers in your mouth. And pull them apart and try and say that word. That's all I can do to help you. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Okay. Then you you picked it up. No, I haven't picked it up, actually. Uh, Let's just move on here, because I have a feeling that I'm I'm, I'm doing or saying something offensive here, but without any knowledge of it. So, okay. Plausible denial. Dean King 2. And his location says... In hearts, imaginations, few heads. He said, and this is the guy who sent us his list. He said, really looking forward to this one. Love Danzig, and this is my favorite album by them. 
Love to hear bands discussed that aren't talked about much, but really should be. <laughs> Keep howling all night, killer wolf. Wolf. Did I say it right? Killer wolf. Killer you wolf. Go. Hey, you're coming around. There you go. Killer Some wolf. Which might have been your first language. Keep howling all night, killer wolf. There. <laughs> Hoping to hear a deep dive into those lyrics, too. Which we didn't really do much of a deep dive in there. Nah. Other than mentioning, like, you know, some favorites and things like that. So, that is all of the shares and queet, or all of the, sorry, queet quotes and retweets of the podcast. Um, my Facebook post didn't even get a like. <laughs> I was I went I went there to see how many people shared it and I was like, well heck it didn't even no one even liked it. <laughs> so well, but I, you know I'll what remember to like it next week. Yeah. I like though um what he said, you know, like liking to hear bands that aren't talked about much being discussed because I thought whenever I read that it made me feel good that we did it because I thought I like doing something a little different every once in a while. And especially something that's not like seeking for attention from you know like doing a metallica episode it's easy to get anybody or if i did acdc it would be easy to get a lot of people to probably try to listen to that and i wouldn't mind doing an acdc one day though there's some like the bond scott era so yeah that sure would go down well in australia oh we'd have to have an australian co-host that week i think either way i'm set (laughs) (laughs) in like when Okay, so now we're going to move on to what we're going to do on this show, because I didn't really mention it earlier. It's kind of hard to figure out how to, to title it, but basically what I want to do, uh, and, and just pay close attention, guys, is a guy a guy and gal, is, is we're going to take the three, like the best threesome of Iron Maiden songs in a row. Like if it was, let's just say, if you were going to say, okay, uh, Two Minutes to Midnight, Lost for Words, and whatever's next. I can't even remember right now. Uh, I know it's not Back in the Village, but whatever. Flash of the Blade. Flash of the Blade, thank you. Or if you were going to say, I'll put, you know, Caught Somewhere in Time, Sea of Madness. I mean, Wasted Years and then Sea of Madness. You know, But they have to be three in a row on an album. You can't count the last song. And then flip it over to the first two songs, even though that makes it a lot more difficult to come up with just only five. <laughs> but you can't do that. And so we've got a best. We got a worst. And then I created something and I told you guys about this, but I don't, so I don't know if y'all did it. And what I called my almost list. And that meant that it had two incredible songs followed by a song or with one song in the middle of them that just, Made it not work, unfortunately. So, so we'll start with the best three in a row, and we each have fi- uh, a list of five, correct? Yes. And we all understand what I mean by three songs in a row, because apparently people on Twitter don't understand that, right? <laughs> well, somebody just put their top three songs from the album. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely not in, three in a they, row. They went all together. They went in a row. I guess if you make a playlist, they could all be in a row, but but that's not the way we're going to play here. So we're going to go in reverse order uh, because who 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 do we have to appease here, Matt? 
probably everyone that you've offended so far. Most people. Yeah, but who's the main one? Yeah, we but have in to- particular, the counselor. We're, yes. Yeah, we're doing. We're yes. going to do council order. Counselor's orders. Yes, here. So okay, the council order, as you call it. <laughs> so, um, who goes first? Who goes first on this? I say, and I know that she will appreciate this. <laughs> Ladies first, Kirsty. So, what is sure. your in your top five. Now, did y'all rank your top five? Like, did you say this is the best three songs in a row on any album? And, or were you able to do that? Cause I struggled with that. Yes. Okay. 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 So that's how I did it. So what's your number, number five? five? I was trying to decide between the Phantom of the Opera, Transylvania and strange world or innocent exile killers and prodigal son. But then I remembered your rule. That has to be a Bruce album. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I left um, that out. Yeah, these are all have to be Bruce yeah. Dickinson era albums. Sorry. Okay, so my number five is Where Eagles Dare, Revelations, and Fly to Vicarious from Peace of Mind. <clears throat> good choice. Good choice. Matt, do you think that's a good choice? I think it's a fair choice. Yeah, okay. nothing wrong with that. Okay, well, Matthew, since you are my guest, you my can go... Number four. You can go second. What is your number five? Well, it can't be Phantom of the Opera, Transylvania, and Strange World, because they're not Bruce songs. True. Um, I had at my number five, Flash of the Blade, the song that you couldn't remember, (laughs) The Duelists, and Back in the Village, all from Power Slave. I like those three in a row. Wow. Actually, they were my favorite three songs in a row to listen to back in the day anyway, off that album. And this is your number five. You're not doing it in the wrong order, are you? No, it could have been a little higher. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I like it where it is. Okay. Just making sure. Just making sure. Because I under- I understand they are maybe not the best songs on the album to other people, but yeah. they are the songs that I like the most on the album. Yeah. And that's why, that's why I said your favorite. Not necessarily. I mean, because yep. to me, your favorite and what's the best, to me, it's the same <clears throat> thing. I don't care because the it's all subjective. So it is. Now, I have a little story about my number five here because I told you I have a list called the Almost List. Mm-hmm. And originally, this song was on my The Almost List. Because it almost, I just thought it, if, if, it, if it wasn't for the third song here, I would, <laughs> Kirsty's going to get mad. I have to build this up just for Kirsty now. If it And I, I thought if it wasn't for the third song, then this would be, this could easily be on my top list, on my best three. But, you know, I just. <clears throat> so as I looked at it and I kind of went through the song in my head that the I was saying was keeping it off of here. I just thought, you know what? I know what this is going to be. You know, it's going to be. <laughs> I was like, this is really a good song. And. um. Okay, before I say anything else, Kirsty, what album is this going to be off of? Senjutsu. <laughs> so, my number five of the best three in a row is Senjutsu, Stratego, and The Writing on the Wall. When I started thinking about it, the more I thought about it, because I, 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 I think people think I don't like this song because it's just not one of my favorites on the album, but I was like, I was looking through the album and I was like, holy crap, you could almost pick the first three, then the second three. <laughs> and then, 
but you know yeah i've got that i've got that group of three in my top 10 but they didn't make my number five okay okay you know, there's a lot of great stuff to choose. Oh, from. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, absolutely. So, but that is my number five. So, Kirsty, we're at number four. What is your number four? Uh, my number four is from The Number of the Beast. Okay. Um, we've got Children of the Damned, The Prisoner, and 22 Acacia, Acacia Avenue. Okay. Okay. That's a good call. That's a good call. There's one song there that would have kept it off of, that would have been made it my almost list, but. I Which one? I don't want to offend Alan Bell, so I'm not going to say. Yeah, I just, it was going to be a <laughs> Sorry, Alan, but um, I don't dislike the song. I think it's a great song, but it not great enough to make my best list. So it's a little happy for me, at least on the chorus. So, so anyway, let's. I don't want to. God, I don't want to. Right now, I've pretty much narrowed my audience down to. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Do you mean the three of us that are just talking to ourselves now? Yeah, and once y'all hang the call up, y'all probably won't answer the phone again. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you've got to make it through the rest of this call yet. That's right. That's right. So, um, but I have a feeling when, when Matt hears my number four, he's going to be very pleased. But Matt, what is your number four? My number four is from No Prayer for the Dying. And I'm trying to scramble because I've got four in a row and I'm still trying to narrow it down to three. I'll wow. take a stab uh, because I really wanted No Prayer for the Dying to track within this. Okay. So so I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I'll start with that. No Prayer for the Dying, Public Enema Number One, and Fate's Warning. Wow. And I was I was trying to I was trying to wait which way do I want to go? Holy Smoke or Fate's Warning for the top? Yeah, bottom? yeah, I would definitely go Fate's Warning. Yeah, because I. That. Uh, there's some good music in there. I like the melodies. That's sorry, the harmonies that are in there. I, I like No Prayer. It's a really good song, and, and it's what I think. I'm sure lots of people don't, but that's what I think. Now, this is why we have Matt on the show, Kirsty, because he is so, coming in strong. So we can have something a little bit different. Yes, like that's in. your absolute of all time. Just four run of three songs. Just for just, today. Yeah, just uh, just just hold that thought, Kersey, because I the my list is bound to offend some people, and you'll know why here shortly. So, mm-hmm. uh, not just yet, but you'll you'll understand it. You'll understand it. Um, my number four, and this is the reason Matthew won't hang up this call. My number four, or Kirsty, my number four comes from an album called probably a good album, The Final Frontier. Oh, a really good album. Yay. And it's a three song run that goes like this Starblind, The Talisman, and The Man Who Would Be King. Oh, that's a good list. Nice. I, I figured uh, I'd win you back over with that one. Yeah, you get some love from that one. <laughs> All right, so now we're down to number three already. So, Kirsty, why don't you tell. Me and Matt, what your number three is. My number three is very similar to your number four. Uh Uh-oh. My number three is Isle of Avalon, Starblind, The Talisman from The Final Frontier. Very good. I thought about that when I made that list. I thought Kirsty would probably include. Yeah. I was like, which one? But you know I love the Isle of Avalon. I do know that. I do know that. But yeah, it's a good run of four, actually. Yes, yes. Or even five. Uh, Let's just just move on to Matt's list. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. The uh, go ahead, Matt. What's your number three? 
So number three, this was really hard from this album because I listed lots of little runs and it's Number of the Beast. And what I ended up finalizing my list on was Children of the Damned, Prisoner, and 22 Acacia Avenue, same as Kirsty. Now that would have made my list as well. Oh, wait, never mind. I already said that. (laughs) Well, you're correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's hey that 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 really says something though about that little run that both of y'all chose mm-hmm. it. So, and it also says something about the run on the Final Frontier mm-hmm. that me and Kirsty both almost had the exact same one. So, two of the same songs. So, now my third choice might. Uh, well, it's a good third choice for me. My third choice comes from an album called Matthew. Mm-hmm. A matter of life and death, mm. and that is my favorite album by Iron Maiden as of right now. And it was difficult to to narrow this down to which three songs because I really really like this album. So what I ended up with was "These Colors Don't Run," "Brighter Than a Thousand Suns," and "The Pilgrim." Oh, good tracks. Yes. I I wasn't quite sure, but I, I was playing These Colors Don't Run Through My Head, and I just was like, oh, man, this song's incredibly good. So I went with those three. So, so Kirsty, number two for you. What What is your number? What are your number two choices here? My number two is from the Power Slave album, including two of my favorite songs. So we've got Back in the Village, Power Slave, and The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Cannot argue that. Maybe Matthew can. No, good to see Back in the Village get some love. Matt's like... It's mainly that because it's just behind Power Slave and The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, but yes, it is pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, I think think Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner is one of the lower-rated tracks on that album, right, Matt? Ah, that's what some people say. (laughs) (laughs) Not by me. There's not no, accounting for ta- no accounting for taste, though, is there? Yeah, there's not. Not. No. Well, that's a good choices. That's definitely. I mean, all of these songs are great. I mean, obviously. So, uh, cursed, uh, not Kirsty. Matthew. Kirsty's already done number two. What is your number two album? What album and what songs are they? So from the album Brave New World. And I'm wondering if Uncle Steve might have this coming up as well. Mm. Nomad, Out of the Silent Planet, and The Thin Line Between Love and Hate, which is a really, really good way to finish that album. I think that is the strongest album closing set from any Iron Maiden album. I think that's fantastic, but I'm not a big fan of the Nomad, so that's why it didn't get onto my list. Is she still uh, bothered by it, Matt? You think? You think? uh, I don't. Well, you know what? So Nomad was a track that I wasn't into immediately, and it took a little bit of time. I don't know, it was a couple of years or whatever, but it's become one of my favorite tracks off that album. It's got got that Eastern feel. Okay, well, I'll I'll admit it's grown on me a bit lately, so. (laughs) (laughs) Like a fungus, it'll keep growing on you if you keep listening to it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, probably. Okay, so my number two 
from my favorite album that Iron Maiden has put out called A Matter of Life and Death. I didn't just choose one threesome from here. I chose two. Interesting. Mm -hmm. This may not surprise anybody, but it is For the Greater Good of God, Lord of Light and the Legacy. What I consider to be the second strongest closing for any Iron Maiden album. Can't argue. Can't argue with that. So, now we're down to our number one. So, so Kirsty, which albums have you chosen from so far? Peace of Mind, Number uh, of the Beast. The Final Frontier and Power Slave. Okay, so you're main, um, you're mainly in the uh classic era here. Yes. Okay. And I'm in the classic area for my number one as well. Oh boy, what you uh, got? From Somewhere in Time. Caught Somewhere in Time. Wasted Years and Sea of Madness. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. What? Sea of Madness? I didn't know that was one of your favorites. Well, Caught Somewhere in Time and Wasted Years is like... You well, know actually, what it... my favorite run of all time would be across the two albums. Power Slave, The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, Caught Somewhere in Time, Wasted Years. But yeah, I like Sea of Madness a lot. So, there it is. You know what I think it is, Matt? She couldn't bear to do this without putting Wasted Years in there somehow. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just really love it. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. So, Matthew, your albums that you've listed off of so far are? Uh, So, I had Power Slave at five. No, so that would be earlier. Uh, No Prayer for the Dying at number four. Okay. Number three, Number of the Beast. Okay. Number two, Brave New World. Okay. And I could give you, do you want to take a stab at the album that I might have coming up? Um, Final Frontier. A Matter of Life and Death. Kirsty. Mm. Got it. So my three at number one, uh, Isle of Avalon. Look at that. One of my all-time favorite Maiden songs, Starblind. Yeah. Love that. Yes. And Talisman, because how good is that? And I'm going to put it down right now. I love Talisman more than Mariner. I think it's a a much – Mariner's not a bad song, not by any stretch, but this is a better song. You just like it better. It is what it is. Well, that's good. You like what you like. That's good. That's good, yeah. I mean, two of those songs made all three of our lists, so yeah, that's good. Okay, for me, I don't think it's going to come at any surprise to anybody sitting here on this podcast listening right now, as I've already pretty much outlined <laughs> what's about to happen. Um, my choice is, well, let's see. My first choice was from Senjutsu. Second choice was from Final Frontier. Third and fourth choices were from A Matter of Life and Death. So that's three new, uh, what do you call it? The new era, the reunion era album, albums. And my number one choice is also from the reunion era albums. Can I guess? No, it's from Brave uh, New World. And I was going to the same, say, is, is it the other, other four tracks from a matter, a matter of Life and Death? It's, yeah. It's the same as Matthew's number two, The Nomad. Out of the Silent Planet and the Thin Line Between Love and Hate. And I'll I'll say this. I said 
that for the greater good, uh, Lord of Light and Legacy is the best closing run on, on a maiden album. I'm not 100% sure if it's the number two totally, but I have zero doubts that, in my mind, that for me, Nomad, Out of the Silent Planet, and Thin Line Between Love and Hate is the best album closing trio that they've ever done for me. So, I uh, those out, I mean, Out of the Silent Planet's phenomenal. Thin Line Between Love and Hate is phenomenal. And The Nomad's phenomenal. They're, and the fact that it made your number two and mine number one, mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of telling, even though Kirsty didn't include it anywhere. <laughs> that's okay. Well, I, I might go and have another listen. <laughs> that's all right. That's quite <laughs> On the right. strength of that. But that's interesting. That's really interesting because we all included, like I said, the two songs at least from uh, Final Frontier, and we, me and Matt, both had three songs, the same exact three from A Matter of Life and Death. That's really cool. That's really yep. cool. And me and Matt both had the same three songs from The yeah. Number of the Beast. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. So. Yep. That that, that that's very telling. So. I didn't um, go. With, I didn't. So never- I nearly had. Um, I nearly had something else from now. More recent. Um, this I was be thinking your... about if eternity should fail, speed of light, and the great unknown from the Book of Souls. I thought about that as well, but didn't quite make it. Which song um, was it that didn't make it for you? Did you have one in particular? I, I, no, I wasn't. I liked them all. These yeah. are your honorary mentions, then. These honorary mentions. Yeah, there was okay. also. I, I was thinking about Sanjutsu Stratego and the writing on the wall. But didn't make it. Okay, and. Sign of the Cross, Lord of the Flies, Man on the Edge. I wasn't allowed. Like I wasn't allowed the two Paul yeah. Diano albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, hate that for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matthew, any honorary mentions? Yeah, some of the ones I was thinking about were or that I considered uh, from somewhere in time: Loneliness of the Long Distance Runner, Stranger in a Strange Land, and Deja Vu. Just so I could get that song in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I had considered a matter of life and death as well. Uh, but I was looking at going with out of the shadows, the reincarnation of Benjamin Brigg and for the greater good. I considered that as well. <laughs> if you can't, yeah. If you couldn't figure out one. That but was a hard one to, to pick from. That was probably one of the hardest. It was because all of the songs are very solid. Yep. Any others? Uh, so if I was looking outside of Bruce, um, no, we're not looking outside of Bruce. This is only inside of Bruce. <laughs> that was a big if. <laughs> even though, <laughs> even though Kirsty already went and go ahead. What do you got? Okay, in that case, I didn't look at <laughs> Edge of Darkness, and I certainly didn't look at Two AM, and which means I also didn't look at Unbeliever, which means I wasn't talking about the X Factor. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the X Factor got a bit of love there, didn't it? Yeah, I don't mind those songs. I think they're pretty decent. Yeah. I know that I've sometimes you just got to be in the mood for those songs. I get that. Um, but I like the music in most of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in all of them, sorry. Oh, yeah, I just listened yeah. to it this week. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty good. So I have three honorary mentions. Only one of them would have actually fit here because two of them would have been cheating. Uh, but I had, <laughs> I also had The Wicker Man, Ghost of the Navigator, and Brave New World. Mm. I thought mm-hmm. that was a good run. And I had two that were taking the last song on an album and making it one of the three and then going back to songs one and two. And 
this is this is my this would have been my chance for I think you said that his royal dudeness did this on Twitter, but I have Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, Aces High and Two Minutes to Midnight as one. Mm-hmm. And the other one, Kirsty, Matt would not understand this, but Hell on Earth, Senjutsu, and Stratego. If I could have done that, nice. if I yep. could have done that, that would have absolutely been in my top five and writing on the wall would have been excommunicated from there. But Well, good job you weren't allowed to do that then. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, what a, what a good run right there, Hell on Earth and just Hell on Earth alone. So, yeah. Now, how many worst of did you cut? You said you had three, Kirsty. Yeah, I do have three. Matt, how many do you have? Do you have any? Uh, no. You know, I tried. I Wait, really you just tried. named it. You just named it off the X Factor, right? Was that what you were kidding? Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I tried to, but I I struggle to find three that are bad. It doesn't mean they're right. terrible. It's just no, you know. not. No, the worst, the your least favorite run of three, but it doesn't oh, okay. have to be yeah. bad, bad, just you least favorite. Yeah, I, I, I can do that. This is Iron Maiden we're talking about. They're hey, you know bad. what Matt's about to say? <laughs> Look, I love all the songs equally. They're all incredible. <laughs> oh. He's not ready. Okay, I'm so. Ready. He's having to think really fast. Okay, well, we can go first. Uh, how about Kirstie? I'll let you go first again. With Text- my number three, number three, least favorite run of three. Yeah. This is um, from Fear of the Dark. Uh, we've got Fear is the Key, Childhood's End, which is actually a perfectly good song, but it's in between Fear is the Key and Wasting Love. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So uh, Fear, of the, Fear is the Key, I really don't like that at all. It yeah. sort of sounds like it's going to be good for the first 20 seconds, like Kashmir or Deep Purple Perfect Strangers, something like that, and then it just slips into something ordinary. And okay. by the time it's going lies and lies and lies, it's like, bleh. And Wasting Love's a bit tattooed millionaire. It's okay. Very much so, yeah. It's also very much like a couple of other ballads that they have. Yeah, uh, but not as good. <laughs> so, so you don't like Childhood's End? No, I do, but... It's just a position. It's, com- it's coming in between two songs that I don't like. So it's bad luck for Childhood's End. And that's <laughs> why it's my number three, not my number one worst. Okay, so... I only have two, so go ahead and give me your number two. Okay, so my number two is for No Prayer for the Dying. Uh-oh, Matt. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's, not, it's not got Matt's songs in it. Okay. Um, it. Again, it's got a good song in the middle. So it's The Assassin, Run Silent, Run Deep, and Hooks in You. Mm, yeah, that's that's pretty... That's That's why I didn't include it in the worst, was because of Run Silent, Run Deep, but... Yeah, I know. It's 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 a good song, song, but it's not a go-to for me. Sure, sure. And look what it's in between. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Matt? Do you have a number two yet? Yeah, I'll give you um, Face in the Sand, Age of Innocence, and Journeyman. Oh, Face in the Sand? What? Yeah. Do you like it? And yeah, it just I, happens to be there because you hate Age of Innocence or what? Yeah, I, I don't like the last couple of songs on that. Mm. It's, oh, uh... I don't know, sour taste at the end of that album. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I can I can think of people that are going to be, well, I shouldn't say mind blown because they probably know what I think already. But, okay, uh, well, I really don't like Age of Innocence, so that's okay, but. Yeah. Journeyman, I don't like that chorus at all. Journeyman's all right. Face I, in the Sand's brilliant. Journeyman, 
it was an interesting idea that could have gone somewhere, and I think it just didn't. Mm, it's better than the closing song on uh, Final Frontier. I'm sorry? It said, it's better than the closing song on the Final Frontier. Uh, hello? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you my number two here, just so... Uh, and I'm pretty sure this will offend a couple of people, but I don't really care. Uh, it's just... And this is where I think it's two songs. I like all three of the songs, but I don't love the first two. I don't even love the third one, is, but I, I think they're all decent. These come from the Book of Souls. I'm pretty sure everyone knows where I'm going here. Uh, Tears mm. of a Clown, The Man of Sorrows, and Empire of the Clouds. Okay, I, that's reasonable. I feel because I feel like I told somebody one time I feel like you could have cut the album off before Tears of a Clown and it still would have been a a good I think Shadows of the Valley was before Tears of a Clown you could have ended the album right there because you know it goes into the slow Tears of a Clown and then instead of building you back up into something it goes right into another slow song which I thought was terrible placement then you go into Empire of the Clouds which takes a while before it, it gets going pretty decently and. It's a good, I think Empire of the Clouds is a good, ambitious song, and I really enjoy it overall, but it's 18 minutes long, so that doesn't help. So for that, it makes my number two worst three songs in a row on any Iron Maiden album. Mm. So, uh, Kirsty, what is your worst run on an Iron Maiden album of three songs? Um, okay, and I just want to say that even if you didn't have the Bruce thing, this would still be my least favorite. <laughs> um, it's also from Fear of the Dark. I knew it. <laughs> we've got The Fugitive, which is fine, but then we've got Chains of Misery and The Apparition. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't go Chains of Misery, The Apparition, Judas being my guide now. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Weekend so Warrior is in between. Yeah, so yeah, I, it, that is a shame. Um, Chains of Misery. Jesse was playing it the other day on Twitter. Yeah, and that sounded really good. But um, yeah, yeah, it's not a go-to really, and it's got gang vocals that completely ruin it. Well, so it's like earlier I made a comment on Twitter about can I play with madness? And some guy goes, well, here, this helped me. It, I think it was his Royal Dudeness. He goes, this really helped me like this song a lot more. And it's a, just an instrumental version of the song. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. You, you take out all the vocals and everything. It's not, it's not the song. It's just an instrumental. And that's totally different. I'm, I was like, I don't need to listen to that to, to help me like it better. I already know the instrumental's good. <laughs> yeah. And, um, sorry, Dave. It's got a brilliant solo, but it's just a whole yeah. ton of verses that are all exactly the same. Yeah. With yeah. a jarring edge to each line. Yeah. Doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Matt, what about you? Well, it's funny because I had exactly the same thing, but for slightly different reasons. So, yeah, the fugitive chains of misery and apparition. Because I don't mind the gang vocals at all on chains of misery. And mm -hmm. I really like the little solo in that. And I don't mind that song, but it's stuck between two clunkers for me, which is funny because the fugitive, I kind of, it was the first song that I heard from this album. Oh, God. I got into the city, and they had it on display. You could listen to it, uh, but you couldn't buy it. It was on a Friday, but you couldn't buy it till the Monday. And I heard the little intro to The Fugitive. I was like, oh, this is going to be really cool. And, yeah. 
And then about three seconds in, you were like, ah, maybe not. <laughs> I was like, this song, I don't know. It, there's hits and misses on this one, and I think that Chains of Misery, I like it, but it's between two clunkers. Okay, okay. So my number one, ladies and gentlemen, it seems like this would be an impossibility to ever happen. Well, me. <laughs> my number one worst of three song trilogy thing also comes from Fear of the Dark, and it's these three songs. The Fugitive, <laughs> Chains of Misery, <laughs> and The Apparition. Oh, the Who definitive worst. <laughs> yeah. Like and, round of applause stuff. Yeah. And I really wish that there was some way to include Weekend Warrior. But like like Kirsty said, Judas Be My Guide is in between there, and there's I'm not going to include that on any. That's my favorite song from the whole album. And yeah, it's too good. I almost thought about uh, Judas Be My Guide, Weekend Warrior, and Fear of the Dark as an almost because. But then I was mm. like, I don't rank Fear of the Dark as highly as everybody else does. I don't. I like the song. No, but I'm I, not that bothered really. Yeah, so. <laughs> about Fear of the Dark. Yeah, thank you. Glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear I'm not alone here. So so that leaves us only one more list to do here. And it is what I referred to as the almost list. And I have these in no particular order. I just, I started at number of the beast and I worked my way up to Senjutsu and wrote as many of them down as I could. So how about we just go in order here? Uh, whatever you want to do. There's no particular order. So, um, Matthew, I'm going to let you go first. All right. So this was the easiest and the hardest to do at the same time. Now, wait, wait, wait. So, what, make sure I want to make sure you understand what this means. Uh-huh. Like, there's two really good songs and then just one that makes you not vault it up into your top. Like, the other two songs would vault it into your top five, possibly. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, we're good. Go ahead. So, Invaders, Children of the Damned. And the prisoner. Fair enough. Fair enough. All because of that. Invaders. Yeah. Kirsty, what about you? What's one of yours? I didn't do it. I'm terrible. Okay. Okay. I didn't do. I didn't do two good ones and one not good one. Um, but I told you on my ones that came close. You did. Presumably, that's because of one of them not quite making it. Okay. So well, maybe. So how many of these do you have total, Matt? Oh, well, I've, I went I've across, got seven. When I did this all together, yeah. I went across each album and they did something from each album. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that, so for me, <laughs> my almost was Run to the Hills, Gangland, and Hallowed Be Thy Name. And and as I was telling you on the phone earlier, um, if it would have been, uh, what's the other song I was talking Total about? Total Eclipse. Yeah, if Total Eclipse would have been there, then the, you, it's a whole different story. So, so okay, let's. What, okay, Matt. So, what did you have from Peace of Mind? I I didn't have anything from Peace of Mind because um, I did think about um, uh, Kirsty's first choice, I believe, which was. Mm. Which was the first where three. Eagles f- 
Revelations, Fly to Icarus. Yeah, I that that was the closest thing I got from that album to I thought that that could definitely be a a three run a three run of the top, but but what did you take as your almost from your that album, Matt? So my three were going to be Die with Your Boots On, The Trooper, and Still Life. Die with Your Boots On, The Trooper. And which song knocks it out for you? Die with Your Boots On? No, The, like, uh, the Trooper. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I never want to hear that song. When I hear it, it's okay. I just don't want to hear it. Should I, I turn my, my Iron Maiden badge in now? <laughs> yeah. I can't help it. It's just the way I feel. <laughs> you make me feel bad. No, you're not. You need to say something. What's <laughs> <laughs> something really good? I wish they'd play this on tour. Did not say the trooper. Well, I'm glad I got to hear that. That'll tie me through to the next time. That, oh, I, that changed your mind, didn't it, Matt? No, Kirsty. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to ask this. I'll ask. What's worse, me saying I like Shout at the Devil better than Peace of Mind, or Matt saying that the trooper is the bad song? <laughs> I didn't say it's a bad song. It's just a he, song I don't want to hear. Tired of it. I'd wish I'd had my recorder next to me <laughs> when he said that, and I could have played that for him and <laughs> given him a real treat. When I hear it, if I'm at the show. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, that is majestic. Mm. Oh my God. I never, ever have ever tired of this song. I like it when I hear it. I just don't hear it. Listen to that bass. Oh, Matthew. Oh, just before Adrian solo. (laughs) Why not? It's for you, Kirsty. Thank you. 
can't wait to see the live stream. It ain't coming on. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to see the live stream. Gotta get too close to fire first, man. Sounded like a I can't, I can't deny it's a good song. I just don't want to hear it. I've never gone to this album. I can't think of any album, like live album included, whereas like, I want to listen to The Trooper. If I hear it, I'll enjoy it, but I don't want to hear it, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I never get sick of it live or the studio. You, I, could, I could turn on that. One day I cleaned the bathroom downstairs <laughs> And and I turned on the trooper on repeat, and I listened to it like fifteen times in a row, and I just kept. And every time I'd think, "Hey, I'll turn something else on," and it would start again, and I would immediately be back right into it. Like, oh my god, this rules! Let me say this: that song is better than anything on "Shout of the Devil." <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Okay, so let's get to my uh, first one that, uh, and this really bothered me earlier, Kirsty, because. When Matt said this, but uh, on his worst of list, um, mm. but for me, my almost list, this is only missed it by one song and it's not even a song I dislike. It's just, yeah, it's not as good as the first two songs that I'm going to name. Passchendaele, Face in the Sand and Age of Innocence. So, so Age yeah, of that's it- a really good one, isn't it? Yeah, Age two of Innocence. brilliant songs and then. Well, I, I I like Age of Innocence. You don't like it because it's the one where he's singing about burglars and people breaking into houses yeah. and and uh, criminals and stuff. And I like it. So, but so what comes before? Before Passchendaele. Passchendaele. New oh. Frontier. Yeah, New Frontier. New Frontier. Oh, yeah. You're kind of in trouble either way. Then. So, um, I'm gonna go first on this next one because. Uh, my next choice is New Frontier, <laughs> Passchendaele, and Face in the Sand. So it, those two songs, like Kirsty just said, they they didn't they couldn't win on either side. So so uh, that's mine from that album. And I know Matt hates this album. So I don't think I've ever said someone mentioned something on Twitter today. I bet I know who it was too. Yeah, perhaps that which is understood. Yeah, not be discussed. We know anyway. I don't, have I ever said anything bad about this album? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought maybe I hadn't. I thought maybe I've just alluded to it. Trust me. If I oh, forgot, Kirsty hasn't. That's what I was going to say. If she's saying it, that's the way it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Matt, what did you have for Power Slave? Because you said you picked something from every album. Uh, for Power oh, I think I make one list. I moved up that page. I had ah uh, yeah so Ace is high two minutes to midnight and Big Aura. Okay, okay. Uh, what about what did you have for somewhere in time? Uh, one, two, three. Somewhere in time, wasted years. Uh, Wait, whoa, was. whoa! You talking about wasn't that your number one, Kirsty? <laughs> yes. And Matt, which song? Oh, Matt. Don't, I don't, don't ask him. I have to now. 
Well, in my, you know what? It's better than <laughs> Heaven Can Wait. Is what I think of the song you're thinking of. One of your favorite songs. Well, that's not really complimenting it too much, but uh, <laughs> it's better than quite like Wait, it's actually. better than the worst song on the album. It's <laughs> you know what? It's the seventh greatest song on that album, is what I think. <laughs> See it, madness. All right, all right, enough of that. So, real quickly, my power slave list is Ace is High. Two Minutes to Midnight and Lost for Words. And it was, of course, Lost for Words, even though it's a fantastic instrumental. So uh, it is. And so, Matt, seventh son of a seventh son. Oh, so that's hard because I like that album so much. But um, Moonchild, Infinite, Can I Play with Madness? Okay. Because okay. Of, I like Can I Play with Madness, but I think it's the weak link out of those three. You think? <laughs> uh, that's what they that's what they say. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted to find a, a run of three on Seventh Sun. That's hard. There's two songs. There's two me. songs that mess it up. Mm. For me at least. So uh Matt, what about No Prayer? What did you pick off No Prayer? Uh No Prayer. Oh, let me get back, sorry. Oh, where's it gone? It had assassins in it. I'm trying to think what was before. I wish I'd done one for every album now. I did, but I come off that page, sorry. Run silent, run deep. Oh, sorry. Assassin, run silent, run deep, and hooks in you. Because of the assassin. Because I like the other two songs a lot. I do like hooks in you. Yeah, you weirdo. I mm. know. Oh, Someone has to. <laughs> I don't wow. think quite a grief. few people do. <laughs> yeah, I don't get the grief on that song. Like, of all the things on that album that people don't like, and it's... Did I say that? I don't get it. Mm, I think a big problem oh, is the way... Raspy singing, naff, yes. lyrics. Uh, but I like the raspy singing. Cowbell. I like cowbell. Oh, yeah. Kersey oh. is cementing this thing. We're going to make this thing take a, 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 a dirt nap. Let's take... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt, what about Fear of the Dark? Fear of the Dark. So... There's stinkers all over the place. So many choices. Yeah, it's like where do you start? So, so you're you're trying to pick three that would have been a great run minus one but, song. Yeah. So I would say here. Oh god, that's so hard. Afraid to shoot strangers and and fear is the key. Childhood's end. But I like afraid to shoot strangers. And I really like childhood's end. But fear is the key. Like this is a song that had potential, but just kind of. Okay. It stinks itself up in the middle in parts. Because of Bruce. That's not the one that has, I hear your silent heartbeat, I hear your silent cries, is it? Why, yes. why, that okay, nasally yeah. thing. Okay, that yeah, that's does. that thing. Okay. Okay, so Matt, Brave New World. I don't have one for Brave New World. There's no I'll accept that. songs on there. I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Because Matt, if you tried to say that the Fallen Angel was a, a stinker, I'd have to argue it. On that one, yeah, but if if it wouldn't, you wouldn't put that in your. T- would, that, would that be close to your top, like a top five for you though? I, it's what I really enjoy. Yeah, you yeah, see, I would, I would definitely say the Fallen Angel was the weak link on the album if I was going to choose one. But, but it's funny because as much as I like that song, I like to hear songs in a live environment, and I saw that, uh, I think it was in South America, and it just didn't work. So it's a better studio track than what it was a live track. Yeah, is what I thought. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see here. I've got a couple more that I haven't done yet, but I'm trying to even us out a little bit. Um, from Power Slave, I already told you the first three songs, right? Aces, two yeah. minutes. I also went with the last three songs. Back in the Village, Power Slave, and Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Can you guess which one of those kept it out? Is it because of Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner? Back mm. in the Village, clearly. <laughs> and um, that was my number two top five yeah, Matt. In my top five runs of three well, tons. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's uh, it's almost. I, I like back in the village, but I don't. Mm. It, it's not as. It's not on the same level as Power Slave and Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, though. So yeah, no, but it's what, Power Slave and Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner was so good. So strong. They lifted okay. it up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not for me though. They got close. <laughs> so uh, Matt, I, I know Matt's going to really struggle with this next album, uh, Dance of Death. <laughs> He's like. He goes, are there three good songs on there? <laughs> so there's nothing horrible on here. Ugh. Three bad songs in a row. Like I could say Rainmaker is kind of okay. Like I could give you, I would say No More Lies. Montague, yeah. But Dance of Death, that's pretty possible. I don't mind that. But then like, nah, nothing. I don't want to do this album. <laughs> I can't do it. Mm. Ooh, man, you know, you know, there's one guy that's going to hear this and not like that. Well, I'm sorry. Sorry, he, not sorry. He won't be laughing. I know. But <laughs> he, he likes plenty of other things. We both have other things in common. Yeah. I've seen that. And he knows that also. So I'm sure that this one little slip is not going to offend anyone. Okay. So this next one. I'm sure he'll involve, he'll um, get involved anyway. Oh, oh, he will. Yeah. He'll be peeking around corners and leaving he'll be messages making- here, there and everywhere. He'll be liking 85 more comments. On that. No, I'm not a person who will say, I can't decide. I love everything. And it's just not me. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of takes that stance. He's, he's said that about like, so I can't rake the songs on somewhere in time. And he finally came out and did yeah, it. But so. He had to go. Yeah. He finally came out and did it. He kept saying, I just can't do that. I'm like, come on. It's because he has time to think if he'd have been given like two seconds like us. Exactly. That's, you just bang it out, don't so you? So I said, just do it, just do it. And then, yeah. you know, 10 minutes later, you can say, now here's my list. <laughs> now here's my list. Okay, Matt, so we are up to a matter of life and death now. What you got? Can't do it. Okay, okay. I can totally relate to that. What about, ooh, what about the next album? Final Definitely Frontier. can't do it. Okay, so uh, that, Actually, you know what? No, no, no. I will. Uh-oh. It's Final Frontier is not a perfect album. It's just perfect for me, almost. So I would say if I had to pick something here, I would go Mother of Mercy, Coming Home, and The Alchemist. And the thing, it's not even, it's not a bad song at all. I just think it's the weakest song on the album, Coming Home. Okay. I can agree with that. Uh, that's yeah, I've seen that. A lot of people say that. It's not bad. It's just. Uh, I don't know. I'm wishy washy. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes it just does nothing for me. Yeah. I can understand the sentimental value of the song. Yeah. You know, people will say, oh, I was coming, you know, we were coming home and we were landing on the airplane. So I played that when I was getting ready to land. I can understand that. But yes, I said that. <laughs> Kirsty's one of the people. I've heard more than one that said that. Or maybe I've heard yeah. Kirsty say it more than once. <laughs> she, she remembers that she said that. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Okay, so um, we got two more albums. Uh, oh, he's only going to be able to do one of them, so he hasn't even heard. He's only heard three uh-huh. songs. 
Um, so for me, one that Matt mentioned earlier that I also had on my list was Moonchild Infinite Dreams and Can I Play With Madness? Um, so Matt, I'm going to let you give us your three from Book of Souls and I will give you my last three. So I had uh, When the River Runs Deep, Book of Souls, and Death of Glory. I was like, Death of Glory doesn't do anything for me. But I do like the other two. I, I like most of that album. Um, but yeah, Death of Glory is just kind of cheesy. I can get past some of the other songs. Tears of a Clown. If I'm in the mood, I can listen to that. Man of Sorrows. Wow. I can still do that. But Death of Glory. If I'd never seen Bruce do that stupid monkey thing at the show, I might have <laughs> gotten past it. But I can't unsee what I've seen. Kirsty is not going to like that, Matt, when she hears this. I'm, oh, wait, she is hearing this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mind. It's um, it's weird that people can't get past seeing the monkey thing. Yeah, but I'm low level. You know, I'm That's not... a spoiler song for me. I really like that song. I, I, The monkey thing he did at the concert didn't make me think anything. It just made me laugh. So it didn't ruin yeah. it for me, though. So, so Someone said something about... They want serious maiden. I'm trying to think who that was. Was it Joe? I yeah, it was. On- yeah, yeah, Joe said that. Yeah. And oh, I really love fun maiden. I like bring your daughter to the slaughter. Uh, I like bring yeah. your daughter to the slaughter, but I'm definitely more in the it's Joe fun. camp there. I like the more serious stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I like well, ho- I like ho- obviously I like both. I mean, I like holy smoke. I guess I like I like both, but the majority of maiden is serious stuff though. So yeah. So do you do you think that holy smoke's like a fun song? Yeah, it's it's more. I mean, it's more in the riff. I mean, you know, yeah, it's yeah. Um, not lyrically. Yeah, and lyrically, well, lyrically, they're poking at people, you know. So, yeah. which is not something they normally did. So it's 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 definitely out of the normal. You know, a song like um, well, the most to me the most normal song on that album is like Mother Russia, because it's more of a serious song about a topic and. Or about a, a place, something historical, even though it was modern day history, like Wayne pointed out. Whereas, you know, like and Tail Gunner was pretty normal. No prayers, normal. It's just they they were taking a different route with their what they were writing about. I guess so. They, that's probably where they started to pivot. Yeah, definitely. Out. Yeah, definitely. So I have one more list of three songs that almost made it. Now this absolutely would have made my top five if not for the third song care to guess which album it's on matt since you always like to do that uh, well, <laughs> it's a pretty broad brush i'm painting with right there it can't be off a matter of life and death because i'm surprised you didn't try and squeeze a four track run i'll give you a hint <laughs> i'll give you a hint i didn't have any classic era albums and this is from a classic era album uh, somewhere, somewhere in time. That's the only guess I'm going to give you. You are wrong. Oh, um, okay. This three song run that absolutely would have made my list with the third song being the one that nixed it is the evil that men do mm. seventh son of a seventh son and the prophecy. The prophecy is the one that knocked it off for me because I I was looking through the album and I was like, oh, Moonchild and Infinite. Dr- oh, can I play with Menace? Oh, the evil that men do. Oh, Seventh Son is next. Oh, <laughs> prophecy. Yeah, that happened with me as well. I really wanted to have something from Seventh Son. I, I just went through every album and I was going to write as many. Like 
That yeah. wasn't a run of three. If I would have had 10, I would have said, hey, let's do a top 10. But I, I came up with about seven and I thought, eh, or six or whatever. I said, and five. And you like, it's difficult because, mm-hmm. like you said, it's hard to get that. It's that elusive three incredible killer songs in a row, which I'm sure a million people are going to, well, maybe a hundred people are going to disagree with this. <laughs> well, whoever's left. Yeah, by the time they get to this, it'll might be. It might just be us. <laughs> Hello, Abs. Are you still here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Now I feel like I'm I'm looking forward to hearing what Gen has to say about all this because he seems pretty level headed about his tastes and what isn't great in Maiden lore. Like I've seen some of his comments when I, I've made a few random comments and he'll be like. I definitely agree with this, or I don't, you know, like, like you can see that he knows what he thinks about the stuff. It's kind of like James too. You know, James definitely knows what he thinks about the stuff. So James will probably be punching his, the wall in his garage while he's working on his car uh, next weekend. So, but with all of that said, I mean, guys, we have, we've went through it all. That is it. That is everything. So, Hmm. Kirsty, stiff, stiff drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure you have stiff drinks. Kirsty, that's your cue. Um, on behalf of myself, <laughs> on behalf of Matthew, and on behalf of Kirsty, from Iron Maiden, from Eddie, and from the boys. in life are bad they can really make you mad other things just make you swear and curse when you're chewing on life's gristle that grumble give a whistle and this'll help things turn out for the best and always look on the bright side of life Always look on the light side of life If life seems jolly rotten There's something you've forgotten And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing When you're feeling in the dumps Don't be silly chumps Just purse your lips and whistle That's the thing Always look on the bright side of life Quite absurd, and death's the final.
final word You must always face the curtain with a bow Forget about your seat Give the audience a grin Enjoy it, it's your last chance anyhow So always look on the bright side of death Just before you draw your terminal breath Well, so from that first, well, I don't know, it's not the first one, but it's, um, I went on to White Lights, White Heat. That's the and, one I like. Yeah. So the, I remember how I got into hearing this in the first place. I had a... Um... Sorry, that's my daughter <laughs> here. She, she's here. She she just showed up with the cat. I, I heard. I was like, <laughs> Hi, Halo. Hi, Halo. You want to meow? Hey, what do you want? Hello, Halo. I'm trying to get her to talk. What do you want? I'm hey, kill a wolf. What do you want? Who's that? What do you want? She's just, she she never comes in this room, so she's like her neck is like strung out, and she's looking everywhere, like, oh my god, look at everything in here. What? No, you can't crawl on me. <laughs> All right, you got to go, Sarah. I'm, <laughs> you need to bring that killer wolf back. <laughs> She's the wow wolf. Out all night. She curls up next to us Damn when you. we're all alone. Damn Are you going to bed? Not yet. I was just coming to say hi. Okay, well, like I'm in the middle of something here. You should have said, uh, tell your children not to walk my way. Take Sarah, care. Take care. <laughs> tell your children not to. She Bring meowed cat this way. I was hoping she'd meow really loud. I, I would have left that on the podcast, but she's not good. Hey. hey, meow. Hey, meow. Okay, get out of here, Sarah. Come on. <laughs> Sarah, come on. And don't slam the door. Get out of here. You're interrupting Matt while he's getting to elaborate on his week of music listening. I'm reminiscing what I did during the week. Go, Sarah. Okay, um... That's all, folks!